welcome to another episode of Aggressive Beauty Podcast, where beauty is pain, but so is the truth. And I have a special guest today, somebody kind of motivated me to get up off my ass and do my thing, so... This is the Ugly Reggie from the Ugly Reggie podcast, man. <laughs> yes. Like, you're, like, so informative, like, even on, like, all platforms, for real. Man, I try. I honestly try. And what's crazy is, like, I let, let go of some insecurity. I'm, like, ten times harder on myself, so I'll record it, and I'm like, ah, that ain't it. I feel like we all do that, though. <laughs> Be like, no, nah, I don't like how that sound, or, nah. Mm-mm. But... I really appreciate, like, you stayed on my ass. She was like, so, you gonna stop playing, or... I feel like I was jagging my feet. I feel like I was a little nervous at first. But just something I always wanted to do anyway, so I was like, dude, like, you went to school for this stuff, like, you could really pop off. Like, so, no, like, for real, tell them, like, the stuff that you talk about, like, the stuff that's important to you. Man, honestly, um, a lot of people would tell me that they like my personality and what I brought to the table. And that, like you said, I'm very informative. So I had to figure out how I could attempt to educate people, but in my way. And mm-hmm. my co-host, Fred, is like, we're nat- we're natural. Like, we, like I said, we met as soon as we joined the military together. And it's been like, like like Darrell, it's been like it's been tight ever since. So I I pitched the idea to him like three years ago. Did he want to do it? And our first episode was called Big Bubba's Dick. And <laughs> I know this shit sounds weird as hell, but you had to listen to it to understand the content of what we're talking about in that situation. But yeah, like I said, that's how we started. And I let Darrell hit the first episode, and he said, "He said, fam, let's go. This is fucking go." That's my dog, Darrell, man. His ass is so crazy. He definitely supports you. We talk about you. I'm sure you know we talk about you. I love the nigga. Love that um, nigga. For sure, we definitely support you all day, every day. So, Reggie's going to be in Little Rock. I'm in Dallas. How's it look over there? Like, all this crazy quarantine stuff. Man, it, I mean, it, it's it's like they say he just uh, the mayor just moved our um our curfew time up to nine o'clock, and the city is dead after nine o'clock. Which I mean, let's be completely honest, it's dead unless like it's a huge event popping tonight or motherfuckers just together. Right. But I mean, honestly, it doesn't really. I mean, besides, I mean, shopping and like going to the gym or going to certain restaurants and shit like that. For me, it's really no change. I can't, you know, saying speak for everyone else, but for me, there's no real change. Yeah, I just if everybody doesn't do it, then there's no point because exactly the fact that you know I could look outside and it's still traffic or all the restaurants still open or whatever. It's like what is. I don't know what the, just me, just me staying in the house gonna make an impact. Okay, just me though. This shit naked. Feel like a script on a goddamn Friday night. This naked and it's man. I'm just like nah. This ain't even. This ain't even flying. But I mean, I believe like it's a real thing or whatever. And I don't feel like I'm as reckless. I feel like I'm just like if I go to the grocery store, I'm kind of cautious about staying close to people, fucking with everything, like touching all this stuff like kind of stuff like that but like there's nothing to do anymore here in Dallas like anything that I would want to do because I'm normally a brunch person or I'm a 
lounge person or go go to a bar like I like to go like new places and stuff like that in Dallas and nothing can't do none of that you can take it to go I don't want to sit the house <laughs> I'm not that type of person like I really rather be out mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying looking at new stuff trying new stuff and we just end up in the house and apparently my sitting in the house is going to be uh, impacts on everybody apparently I don't yeah. know start one start one your influence, <laughs> is your influence. that's what that shit is I guess, I guess, but anyway, so, um, hold on, I didn't mean to get upset, but you're right, niggas is nasty, and niggas, and I'm t- I had to go ahead and say this set right now, just like uh, when Boosie came home, his dog was like, I told y'all niggas, I told y'all niggas, see, people at work used to laugh at me, because I, as soon as I come in, I spray everything down, I spray doorknobs, I spray handles, I'm talking about I spray everything down, and then on top of that, I wipe it down with disinfect wipes. And people used to laugh at me. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, damn. You was on yeah, yeah, You was on to something. Like, no, nah, you nasty. And I know that. Hey, people is nasty, though. I seen some little comedy show, whatever. There was a, uh, no, it was a, I think his name is King Sean. I don't know. But I see him on Instagram and YouTube. And, like, it was a girl, like, digging her ass the gas station. You know, you touching the handle. Mm-hmm. Of the, I'm thinking, like, that's nasty as fuck. What is wrong with people? Exactly. This ain't on. This little spread is just not gonna stop. Like, you know, all I'm gonna say is get your vitamin C in, yeah. help your immune system, because I'm sure it's gonna get worse oh, it than is. this. It is. But let me tell you something. Sitting in this house. It just gets it gets worse for me personally, and I know like other females feel me on this. Like you can't my nail one of my nails broke right, uh-huh. so when I'm kind of like that person like once one come off the wrist just gotta come off. <laughs> and I don't know how you feel about girls with like chip nail polish, but that shit's so ugly to me. And I'd be like, just take the shit off. I mean, like, right now you you I can't really be picky because you know situation. I look like the fucking wolf man right now. So. Do you see what this thing is doing to us? It's hard on us. Like, it's hard. And I've been, like, trying to wear my natural hair, but, like, I'm getting tired of this. And I was planning on getting my hair done, and I'm like, okay, so now I can't do that. Can't get my nails done. I'm just up in this bitch. Um, but anyway, it's hard on us. So since we going on the thinking about the fact that, like, it's hard on us, like, we can go ahead and talk about just life period. Like who has who in your opinion has the harder, like men or women? Um it depends on the situation and the scenario, but I would honestly have to say it would be women. Yeah. Okay. So tell me why do you think I mean that? it's I mean looking at the statistics and in all situations, like especially black women, y'all get the raw in the stick every time. Like I'm I'm talking about like every time. And what happens mm-hmm. is like I said, they love to say, you know, saying y'all are the fastest growing when it comes to college and degrees as far, but what I'm seeing is especially black people, we're getting the degrees, but we're not turning those degrees into money. It's just putting us further, further in debt. And as far as us, I mean, you know, saying U.S. and then you put us in the equations. When it comes to financial literacy, we are dumb as shit. Are you saying men? Or are you saying women? Both as like- it is. And I'm saying both okay. as it is. And then, I mean, especially with women, and then you throw them with kids, and that situation gets even tighter. So right. I, say, I, say, I, give, I give it to women. I give it to women. I know a nigga's going to say I'm Derek Jackson in this bitch. Ah! <laughs> 
Niggas, niggas love saying that shit. Niggas. They might. They hate Derek. They I mean, low-key, I hate the nigga, too. But some of the shit he be saying, some of the shit you got to take on the team. No. Let me tell you what. Niggas is going to deny, like, even some of the shit that he does say, and they believe that it's right, they're going to say that it's, they don't agree with it. Because off of GP, like, they don't like this nigga. So they can't agree with nothing this nigga says at that point. That's yeah, how that's going to go. And honestly, it took me listening to that nigga on a podcast to change my perspective. Because at first, I was like, fuck that nigga, too. Why? Man, it's just why. the way he is. I mean, to me, he was only given one side, and he was never being completely honest about it. To me, he was hardcore pandering. I'm, I'm all for you calling out men on our bullshit. I am for it, but let's be completely honest on some shit. You got to look. You know what I'm saying? Women ain't completely innocent on that. And his interaction with it, like he. he he, you know, it seems like every nigga ain't shit. Like, this is the end of his post. Every nigga ain't shit. It happened is he tried yeah. to lean a little bit the other way. And due to the fact he'd already sold himself on a man basher, that he tried to lean the other way. And niggas wasn't fuck, females wasn't fucking with that. And he was like, let me lean back the other way and do what I do. Yeah, you right. You right. You right. Yeah, they, they don't fuck with him. Niggas At don't all. fuck with him. So, what about, um, so we're, okay, so like in a general aspect, you feel like women yeah, I mean, have it harder. What about like in social settings, like going out and stuff like that? Um, you know, I mean, like, I mean, if you want to say like social again, like I mean, they can get the free drinks, but I mean, let's be completely honest. I mean, and I, and like once again, I hate to say it this way, but the way men are trained, I'm supposed to get you, and you saying no is a disrespect to me, and I'm pretty much gonna be like, fuck you. Anyway. Don't let me buy you drinks. So now all of a sudden, I feel like due to the fact I spent my money on you, I feel like I'm entitled to your time now. But right. The other way around, if a gay dude would have pulled up on me and you don't buy me a drink, and then oh no, I'm good. No, but no means no. But I mean, where's the energy of the woman? You know what I'm saying? What about a girl buying you? I mean, it's cool, but she. I mean, no means she gonna get my time. Okay, so you shouldn't expect that. Yeah, I put some, I see. I'm unlike the other niggas. I put respect on my dick. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, what about um? What about like how society is supposed to be reviewed? Like, let me see mm-hmm. how to put this. How they look at like gender roles? Like the men is supposed the men are supposed to, um, you know, take care of their woman, they head a household, and sometimes they look at the women like, okay, the women's supposed to sit at the house and tend to the kids. And now this is back in the day. Of course, stuff is going to mm-hmm. evolve, but like. What do you think the role of a man and a woman is, and like who would have it hard? Okay, in that situation, and I look at that kind of different, and so I can only look at it from mm-hmm. my perspective. I look at it as whatever works for us or me in that situation with the partner I'm I'm with. And gradually, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the protector, but in certain situations, and current looking this situation, if I, I, I if I'm ill prepared, that means sometimes certain situations I can't be the breadwinner. So. If she's the breadwinner, then I got to play my part. I'm cool, cool with, that. with that because what I've learned and a lot of the women that I deal with, they don't really trip about, you know what I'm saying, them making more money. It's what am I doing to contribute to that situation? Am I trying to elevate or, or am I just cool with being, you know what I'm saying, this or how am I making them fit? And like right. I said, for me, I'm okay with that because I, I feel like I'm secure enough for that. So do you feel like sometimes as men, maybe they get overwhelmed? With expectations for, from yeah. a woman, yeah. <laughs> who majority of the time, who are they venting to, or who should they be venting to, or who should, or what should they do if they are overwhelmed? Uh, they should By vent. They should vent like first. They should vent to a a professional person out there that you know, what I'm saying that is therapy. We get, we getting black men in therapy first. 
they don't do therapy, bro. They don't believe black folks don't believe. We changed that narrative. You know, we tried. Hey, we got the confession program out there where they got where they're training barbers to be like um professional trained. Um, get your haircut. First line. That's the first line. That's the first line. But me, honestly, what I've learned is you have to learn how to communicate clearly. And the person you're communicating with has to understand what's being said and not take, you know how, let me say, let me make sure it's clear. You know how somebody says something, but you hear something else or they take it to something else. You have to learn yeah. what that's, you know what I'm saying? You have to learn the right language for that situation. Or, you know, you always do this, do this, do this. When in reality, that person might be doing this, do this because they think it it might be helping you. And in reality, they don't know that you don't take it as him. You take the different. It's kind of relating, like love yes, yes. See, I, I thought that shit was corny till I got older. I think I'm like a hopeless romantic because I be believing in some shit. Motherfuckers be like, "That's like a fairy tale," and I'll be like, "But I, that's how." But I see, it's somebody out there that'll do that shit. That's the thing about it is we be so quick to to force pieces that really ain't meant to fit with us. So you know okay. what I'm saying like I can't, okay. I can't. Like you said, a woman that's always been born and, and you know what is uh, let me rephrase, not deemed born, but not as adventurous as me. I can't expect her. To all of a sudden, you know, years later, be something that she was never was. Now, maybe at some point in time, she'll compromise just for me. But I mean, I can't expect that, you know, saying to do that unless that's what she really wants to change to. Okay, okay. At least they would try to compromise. I see what you're saying, though. I get that. That makes sense. That sounds like a situation I was. No, that's not the way that shit worked, you know. And we the Hallmark movies begin our ass. That's what, that's why it's kind of like just better to find somebody that. I don't want to say you don't want to change people, but you don't want to change people, but you want them yeah, to Yeah, exactly. You want them like, to And when you find out they don't, then but you've been with them all this time, it's kind of like, uh, we not on the same. And then that, that's like a drastic ending right there, because it's just like, we not understanding yeah. each other. And that's honestly, that's why people stay in them fucked up relationships they do, because the niggas be feeling like their time it's just, just too worth it. I spent this this much time. Like, okay, cool. Like, it's fucked up. You lost a lot of time. But what did you learn from that for the next yeah. possible relationship that you have? Like, if you keep running into the same problem, then my nigga's probably you. So what about relationships as far as, like, like when you have kids? Like, do you feel like the pressure is going to be more on the mother or the father when it comes to, like, raising I kids? think it depends on, in that situation, who is the sole caregiver that child you know what i'm saying and whether that relationship it is with the other parent that they're co-parenting with and if you're dating someone with kids or multiple kids you know what I'm saying you don't have it or you don't have as many as they do and you have to understand the situation if you were dating somebody how many kids like what's the max that they could have for me i want to say four or five because i like kids and only okay. and it's, it's okay. one of them curses that like my mom will my mother like was in daycare all my life, so me being around a lot of kids is just normal for me. So it's not something that I'm like, oh shit, she got a lot of goddamn kids. Like uh, I ain't fucking with that. So, so how about this? What about in? So I know you talked about like the household as far as who primarily. Let's just say, example, the most common thing as far as the woman mm-hmm. having a child, is in the child is in mm-hmm. their household. Then what? I guess I I would feel like there's more pressure on the man to do certain shit, but like what I guess extra shit could they be doing or 
you know, to kind of like step up, whatever. You know what? You had some ignorant baby yeah. mamas out here. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I was, you got, you got to know that situation. Damn. You got to know that situation. I, and sometimes different. you and you can do the help, huh? They like some people mad, like for real, for real. They mad. I, biggest thing that's fucking like, me up they, is how how um we doing this trauma bonding where I'm seeing like women from my hometown and they like. Like I like okay, I understand love should overcome everything, but if this nigga using your head for a speed bag, like that ain't the love, baby. That ain't love at all. Nah, that definitely ain't. But no, okay. So I I don't know. I would say sometimes in just in my opinion, I feel like if I guess whoever has custody of the child is harder yeah. for the parent to kind of yeah. keep up. Like, unless everybody kind of alters their situation to you know be around them more and stuff like that um so I was listening to your podcast and you mentioned like oh my son came home with another with another dude and I'd be like ah whatever I might be joking my ass off but whatever like I didn't get that same energy when I just pitched that to my son's father he was like uh uh uh-uh. Well, see, I, I think for me, <laughs> for me, I'm a tad bit more open. Like, you know, I, and I guess I've made, like, in the past few years, I made the attempt to understand same sex relationships mm-hmm. and marriages and stuff like that. Because, I mean, it, it did help that, you know what I'm saying? I do have an openly gay brother. And the thing about it is, and that it's funny, but it's not funny because when he finally came out, like, everybody in the family acted like they were surprised. But I'm like, I was the only one to, like, Wow, we didn't see this coming, huh? Like this is just this is totally blindsided, huh? Right, right. And but like I guess I made it with him just to understand, you know. Do you be joking with his ass and stuff though? Like like I said, nigga, you think because what you gay, you finna get some sympathy? Fuck no. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) These jokes are still getting though. What if you really hurt his feelings? No, I, mean, I, act, I let really- him know, like, you know, and I was like, if I ever cross any line, please let me know. But I'm not, you know, I don't try to, I don't say anything to, like, hurt his feelings or, like, just downright, like, break him down. But, I mean, them jokes is getting off, like, because if he were, if he was straight, yeah. like, it wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be, like, as sensitive. It's kind of anything, though. Yeah, exactly. So, it don't bother me. I mean, shit, if he choosing to, you know what I'm saying, be a, a bottom or something, dick, like, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, that's him. What about okay? You you're right. You fucking. I mean, I love no less. That ain't got. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting penetrated. That's his business. You know. You you're right. You know that's what I I tell people. Like that ain't got nothing to do with me. But I guess like I'll be thinking like Kim. I'll be like, baby, you gonna make this shit harder. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm... That's all I think about. If he, I mean, if he chooses to do that, I'd be like, you just making it harder on exactly. you, baby. Exactly. And it's, it's not going be prepared. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, you're a black man, and then you're going to be good. All right. And fuel to exactly. fire. So do, you, do you feel like, I hear this a lot, like um, little boys that are raised in a household where there's a lot of women, you feel like it's more prone for them to be Gay, I feel so conflicted when I hear that because I just don't know. Because I feel like, see, and what I what I don't like about that statement, and I'll be completely honest, I feel like with that statement going around, is say you got women that are in this situation where there's predominantly a lot of women. 
that puts unnecessary mm-hmm. pressure on them to fall into that stigma to where now, oh, I'm afraid I'm gonna have a, a gay child, so now I gotta be hard as fuck on him. Yeah. And every child's different. And due to the fact a child's a little more in touch with how they feel doesn't make them, you know what I'm saying, any less likely to be straight than is gay. So I feel like that that's gonna fall into that whole good patriarch and bullshit, you know, we all like playing from time to time. It's so hard, like in a black household, because it's like it's hard to get both parents in the same household. Because you know what I mean? It's a lot of pride yeah. issues. Nobody wants to compromise. Like it's hard to get all those influences for that yeah. child. You know yeah. what I mean? To where they actually do need. I was gonna say, like, who? What parent would it be easier without? You got the mother that's a nurturer, then you got the dad that's a disciplinary or that's because mama can too though but um i guess it's just it's, it'll be hard just separating and just for both parents you I guess, the crazy part case. about that is as big as i am i'm the more nurturing parent yeah i'm mm-hmm. the more nurturing parent. i'm I'm, lit- I, I'm literally the parent like hey man like, hey, let's sit down. Let's talk about this. How do you feel? Like, when this happened, what made you feel like I want to understand? Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My dad, it was like the fucking iron fist. Like, you know, it wasn't none of that talk about how you feel. Nigga, this is this mm-hmm. and that. And I remember, and like I said, I told somebody this, and I remember my grandma, growing, like I said, growing up, she was like, when you had kids, remember how your father did you and how that made you feel. She would always say that shit. And growing up, you know, you never really think about that shit. You just know, like, no, you ain't yeah. never do this shit to my kids. And then when you get old and kids start doing dumbass shit and you be ready to fly off the handle, I'm like, okay, damn, I heard her voice in the back of my goddamn head telling me, you remember how that made you feel. Yeah. So and I'm, so I'm a lot more calmer. So as a kid, do you think it was harder for a daughter or a son? I feel, I, like, I feel like, and once again, I don't know. I think it's equal in certain situations because I once again, I see the way we raise little girls. We teach them to be hella, hella independent. Keep everybody, keep everybody away from your your your, your pocketbook. But little boys, mm-hmm. you telling them to fuck on everything they can until they find the right one. And even when you find the right one, it's okay to fuck off on her till you get it right, till you ready to change. And as as a dude okay. with two daughters, I ain't fucking with that. I I, right. I, can't, I can't see myself like, hey baby, I'm what's gonna tell you? You gonna keep your pocketbooks on lock to some nigga that's gonna want to change that. And then once he wants to change that, you got to give him at least 75 times to fuck up before you're ready, you're done with it. No, that's, that's stupid as fuck. I don't know. It's different. I just know, like, my dad mm-hmm. or whatever, I feel like, I mean, he was, like, just kind of in and out or whatever. And he, my dad, I don't know if he got a girlfriend or what, but this man, this <laughs> man a chill on every woman he's never been with. He just out loud. <laughs> so, in that case, do you feel like What's easier to replace, a man or a woman? Mm. Yes. <laughs> you have to think about age. Yep. You have to. Race. I, and then I also have to consider, like, I, I, I always consider, I've always considered this as far as, like, staying fit, like, body type mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just slim pickets as you get older, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, but see, the thing about it is, is, it becomes slim picking if you stay in your uh in your area. If you move around, I think your chances are a little more broader than when you just stay in one spot. And people, like I said, I watch how certain people are like, well, ain't no men around here. And I mean, I'm like, well, well, honey, like, 
you've been in the same spot 12 years and ain't went nowhere. Of course it's slim picking. Like, what do you expect? What's the chance of a nigga in California like, damn, let me get on Facebook and find somebody in Arkansas? Like, come on now. So, but do you think it's easier, like, for you, in your case, you think it was easier for a bitch to replace you? Or you think it was easier to replace her? Shit. You ain't never thought of one that's like, damn, that one that got away. Yeah, or the way like, I was oh, feeling, it was probably easy to fucking replace me because I was dogging that shit. So, hell. <laughs> I'm talking about, I was out here doing dumb. I'm talking ignorant shit. So, hell, I probably was a, I was probably, yeah, it's probably easy to replace me. Yeah, I don't know about you, nigga. So probably, somebody probably done slashed your tires before. <laughs> I've been jugged a few times. I don't know. It's, bro, like, like he working mysterious way. That changed my life around. Damn, foolish. Hell foolish. So. Foolish. Um, so I'm gonna take that as maybe they was replacing your ass because you was yeah, out here. Yeah. I'm telling you, I was shit. I personally, I say, I know for a fact, I saved her trip from goddamn being on uh, uh pressure pills. You know what them old people call them pressure pills? Blood pressure pills. <laughs> hell no. Nah. All right, all right, all right. I don't know. I feel like I think more women feel like you know, and this can't replace me. You know what? Let me ask you this: What? Cause, cause I just listened to this damn YouTube video, uh-huh. okay? And this YouTube video said the men are the prize because women always want to go after a man for their money, and they wouldn't have nothing without the man, and this, this, and that. And I was just like, huh. A little biased topic right here, and then they start thinking. Then he starts saying, "Like, what else do they bring to the table?" And I'm thinking, "Like, what kind of women are you looking at that you feel like well, they don't yeah, bring like to the table?" I know I'm sound like Derek Jackson, but it's the, it's who these niggas is fucking with. Like, nigga, you can't be fucking with a female that hot from nigga to nigga. Only thing she got is she look good, and now all of a sudden you you got a little change on you get with her, and all of a sudden you're expecting her to bring something to the table, like. Look at her track record. I mean, if you have money, you have everything that you need. You you could take care of yourself. What are you looking for? What are you looking for from that? I I, I think it's honestly a, a peace of mind. I, I think I, I think that's what it comes down to, and just companionship. Niggas love to act like we love being, you know, you know what I'm saying, antisocial and introverts. But let's let's be let's be completely honest. Let's just take it back to our, our spot where we met that one person that didn't want anything for, but just legitimately we enjoyed that person's company. We weren't even trying to fuck. We just enjoyed that person's company. And then you just want that forever. Okay. See, that man didn't know what the fuck he was like, talking nah, about. He didn't. Like, I mean, because, like, think about it. Okay. It's homeless people that got fire-ass couples that's together and living in boxes together. And them <laughs> niggas like... This place where everybody is replaceable. And I be thinking, like, I know... Even my daddy, my daddy, a real deal player, like he tell me about this one one chick, but he's like, I wish I would never fuck that up. That's the one I regret out of my entire life. And I be thinking like, huh? Out of all these motherfuckers, you don't fuck with. This is who you pick. Don't feel bad. In that case, nigga, I would. I think honestly, I would probably rather hear from that from my papa than him talking about my mama. Because whenever that nigga get on the soap about my mama. She was the one that got away. I have to hear about that shit all the goddamn time. Your pop said that. You get drunk or high. You most definitely hear about this shit. Man, my daddy be acting all emotional and stuff like that. I be like, man, get it's, it's like, I get, I get you. You helped yourself 
to this destination. Yeah, like, you want me to go like, say something to her? Like, you, you want, hey, mama, that nigga missing you. Like, I don't know. Right. I ain't in that shit. That shit did. Did that. No. Hell no. Mm-mm. Okay. So, what about in the military? Because I've been wanting some insight on this. Who has it harder in the military? Mm, I would most definitely say, for one, if you're black and brown, I, I, don't, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'm sorry, brown people, but I don't really like keeping for you like that because y'all like keeping for us. But if you're black or brown, most definitely if you're black and then you're woman, because for me, now they changed like the PT test to where it's like gender neutral. So I mm-hmm. think that's, that's gonna be across Ooh. the board. But for a woman, I, and once again, I know I sound like Derek Jackson in these situations, but. As a woman, like think about it. Like, say you coming into this this position to where either you you're coming through the ranks, or you got a rank and now you got to prove yourself because you know men don't respect women. Let's be completely honest. And especially if you move mm. the ranks fast, oh she sucking dick or she fucking somebody. If mm. she she ain't busting it open, oh this bitch uptight. But this, you know what I'm saying? And most dudes are like, well, damn, we can't talk like this in front of females. We can't talk like that. But what I've learned that. If you like, if you just ain't like outright disrespectful, females don't give a shit how you talk. Like they don't give a shit about this shit. Right. Like I said, it's, it's, like I, said I, I would have to say it's females, and I, I you know, say so you would throw some some white females in there if you want to, because you know, once again, if you ain't sucking and fucking, most of them don't really fuck with you, or due to the fact you're a woman, you just don't know what you're talking about. Because I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, yeah. I'm still working through my sexist bullshit. Because I remember one time I went to AutoZone and I needed I needed my car looked at. Oh, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was bullshitting. I know you're not. Man, yeah, say I fucked up. I, I, I admit, I was fucked up. What it was was, you know, in AutoZone, they usually had like two or three lines. It was just two lines. And the line I got in, the line was long as shit, but it was to a dude. And the woman looked at me and like, hey, you can come over here. I'm like, nah, I'd rather talk to him. And we don't realize yeah. we And I'm like, nah, I'd rather talk to him. And she like, I'm oh, there's no one in this line. You can come talk to me. I'm like, all right, fuck, man. I like, man, something wrong with my car. I don't know what the fuck it is. Maybe you know, maybe you won't, or maybe you can just ask him for a pin. Do you feel some type of way as a man going to a woman asking her for some help for some shit you feel like you yeah, should I know? used to. I used to when I was insecure and I, I was and I subscribed to them hardcore gender roles. But now it's like, nigga, can you help me? Nigga, can you help me? Like, <laughs> look, I just need some now, like help. I said, now I'm older. Yeah. You know the answers. That's fine because I ain't got yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Please help me, nigga. Like, shit. And the and the lady helped me quick as fuck. And then actually, and I ain't gonna lie, she walked up like, "Yeah, nigga, like, yeah, I know my shit." I'm like, "Damn, damn, I'm real disrespectful." Okay, uh, what about sports? It, like I said, I um, Don't I feel like if more it. women, like especially basketball, will play against men, then they'll get the respect of that. Because there's some females out there that, is, that that can hoop out. I hoop niggas, but until they start playing against men like that, then they'll start getting that respect. Because I ain't gonna lie, the WNBA got some hoopers, but Due to the fact ain't nobody dunking between the legs and you know doing that half line shit, most niggas like we don't want to we don't want to yeah. see that shit. Yeah, you right, you right. No, it, 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 ain't. it is just fuck, it just it is what it is. Like that's sad. I know they up the pace. That's fucked up. That had to Nah. Well, okay. What about when it comes to sex? Okay. Well, Who? Okay, I can figure out where we're going with. Okay, which one? Let's see. So, what are the expect are the expectations? Do you feel like they're more on the man or more? See, I love that question. I'm being once again. That's it. That's I've learned because I've got curious about it because I've always wanted to know. And I asked, but I was like, okay, this is gonna be quite uncomfortable. 
but I want to know what goes through your mind during sex. And and a lot of times, a lot of shit, I learned you'll okay. never learn anything if you don't ask them hard questions. You don't ask them hard questions, that, and that people, I get, I get under people's skin with these questions because I be wanting to know, and they be thinking I'm just being funny. But what I did learn is a lot of times during sex, it be us in our heads versus is this person really, I mean, in, in some occasions, it can be, you know what I'm saying, a misconnection and the chemistry bad and the sex turns out to be horrible because you're on two different wavelengths. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. What about this? Are you one of the people to be like, okay, so everybody's different. Some men, some women talk shit before this shit even go should- down. You think that should be done, or you think nothing should be said? So that way, if it goes, shut the fuck up and perform. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta shut the fuck up and perform. Cause one time, I was talking some mad shit, and finally, I'm talking about finally got the pussy, and I couldn't perform, nigga. What's wrong with you, nerd? Fuck, and then I got too drunk. Cause you talked all that. And come talking about, I'm I'm talking about nothing. I'm talking about like, is is the mic on? (laughs) That's just embarrassing, nigga. That's terrible. And I had I had another situation. Uh-huh. I'm talking about like I learned my lesson. It took it, it took this shit happened to me a few times. I remember let me tell it. I was an expert at eating a pussy, and one time a female told me, "Hey, bro, stop because you don't know what the fuck you doing." She said, "Stop yes, in the middle." It's a true story. No, she a real motherfucking D. She didn't even ride that shit out. She ain't she said stop because you don't know what the fuck you doing. I'm like, bitch, what? Like I ain't never had no goddamn complaint. They tell me I'm a pussy. She was like, they lying to you, bro. Terrible. Hey, so did you fuck with yeah, her again yeah. after that? It was real. So, oh, I mean, okay. you appreciate the idol. I appreciate teach me, nigga. I think sometimes, I, you know what? It's just sometimes the expectation on men will be like, of course, if you if you hype it up and talk all that shit, then definitely I'm gonna expect X, Y, and Z. Um. <laughs> But we we're never expecting no five minutes. We're just not gonna expect that. Uh, we're not gonna expect. Um, is it is it in? Because I ain't feel nothing. That's terrible. Um, I've seen somebody stuff before, and I'd be like, "No, change my mind. Hey, it's my fucking vibe. Like this ain't gonna be what I think I'm gonna be. On this, I can't do it. I'm talking about it's a testament for some niggas out there. You can't get too excited to get the pussy because if you do, I'm telling you now, that shit gonna end early as fuck. I've been there and found that the pussy and three strokes in. I'm like, yeah, this ain't gonna end. I thought y'all just you can't, can't you just jack off beforehand? I'm be telling good? you now, it's 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 the what it is, it's more meant for us guys, it's more, and that's why I said that's why we use like, is it more hard for women or men in this situation? You can't get too lost in it because if you get too excited and you be wanting too bad, it's going to hurt. Regardless, if you yeah, jack off for me, like that because now I can teach. Shut the fuck up! I always thought he should jack off and he come fuck with you still. He really likes you. Because if I jack off before something, uh, it's, it's a wrap. What I'm you not mean coming. It's a wrap. I ain't Why coming. A I ain't coming. Why? Mm-hmm. Because because you've already nutted and your mind is clear. Yep. You thinking like, yeah, hey, yep. gonna do all this. That's fucking whack. That ain't no different than when you fucking with somebody and then you nut a couple times in a session. It ain't no different from that. Once again, it's just that's the I don't know a lot of niggas, and I'm telling you now, I'm gonna have to do a survey on niggas and niggas will tell you if I jack out before I come, I'm not coming. So that's why I made that statement. If a nigga jack out and then he still comes at you, he really likes you. 
damn, I ain't never heard this before. That's crazy as fuck. Niggas is not coming. Like, and if nigga, he don't plan on having sex with you. Okay, now you got me feel like I'm gonna ask some damn questions. I'm telling you, go ahead. Huh? I'm telling you, and now you like I said, the niggas. I, I'm telling you right now, niggas are flat out tell you shit. If I drug up, I ain't coming. It's real. I never fucking thought about that. Damn, I thought that was helpful. It can like, be sometimes, especially it, 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 once again. It depends on the situation. It depends on who it is. If it's somebody you've been trying to fuck for a while, you're like, okay, nigga, I need to get this post. I need to get this nut out the way so I can think straight, get over here, get a little drink in my sister, and we can get back in here. But if it's like you just fiending too, too bad, if you like, I'm telling you now, I've been in a situation where I was just fiending too bad for a shit. And I'm talking about it was like, it's a wrap. Has it gone south? Is Or is it gone south and then? Like she don't talk to you no more, and you're like, damn, I know yeah, why. Yeah, it, it happened one time. It happened one time. I had it be one time. She never. I'm talking about never heard from her again. I'm like, damn, really? Do you think you know what you did? What's you what you I did? think I was too cocky. Two, she had already said that apparently the vibe I was giving her that even if you know what I'm saying afterwards that I wouldn't, I wouldn't gonna pursue anything seriously afterwards. And I'm not gonna I tell you, I was still young and experienced and experienced, but she was a tab, she was a little younger than I was. But when they be, you know, niggas really think we know all about sex because of porn. But when they bitch put her own legs behind her head, I said, Shit, Reggie, you in full, man. You in full, <laughs> nigga. Like, this ain't <laughs> I wasn't expecting this, I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah, I did. yeah, I had to check my real nigga emails. Like they didn't they didn't say this in the memo that he was I was supposed to be prepared for this. Oh shit! Okay, so everybody different. You have to be in tune with that shit when it's going down. And if you fucking ain't feeling it, then it's gonna show. Like, eh, motherfucker, dry, all type of stuff. Niggas like, is getting yeah. in thirties too, so we gotta be careful. Gotta be careful that diet, cause uh, nigga, that ED oh. is serious around niggas, man. So niggas, that, that diet is very Dude. niggas playing. Niggas, niggas is not nineteen and twenty one for the testosterone no more. Dude, let me tell you. Let me tell you. You ain't listen. You. My last podcast, my friend, she just had a bad experiences. She was like, "They shit is not working." I don't think like maybe it's cause like we getting a little older, like they thirty something. And she was like, "Bitch, I don't know, but I don't need this some shit like this later on in life. You gonna have to get this shit together." I'm like, "Oh." She said, "Yeah, that nigga didn't have a car. That shit was beautiful." That's niggas will pull anything to get the pussy. I'm like, damn, and then you couldn't get the pussy. Then you're like, damn, I ain't got no car. Like, at least in that situation, you done had sex now. Any promise of sex, man, it's a wrap because it's bitch like, damn, like, you know. There's so many things you can say, and I just be turned out like, oh, maybe less is more. Don't tell me because ignorance do be bliss. Like, ooh. You could have lied, nigga, find a shop or, you know, anything. Oh, damn, I thought we like you said, like carbon in the shop for three months. Don't know oh, what the hell damn, going on. You know, oh, shit, I thought we both were Ubering up here. Like, can you like get me right back to the house? Hell no. Nah. I was like, oh, no. you know what? I really try to, when certain situations happen, I try my best. I, Lord knows I do. I try my best to try to see what the fuck were you thinking? What, what happened? Like, you don't do this every day. I ain't got this. So if you don't want to fuck with me, I totally respect it. The confidence. If somebody came to me like that and it was real, I'd be like, damn. He honestly. You, know you got to put it out there. Yeah. You can't be out here tricking for the pussy too. I know I said my bare minimum, but hold on, we can reconsider because you know what? You real honest. 
But then you might try to finesse. Yeah. But still. Yeah, niggas okay. will try that. Like, shit, I do too. That's a little toxic. We, we got to watch for the toxic, toxic mm-hmm. situations. Got to watch for those. Oh, hey, I call it toxic. For sure, for sure. Anyway, well, it was good catching up with you, friend. Um, tell everybody where they can look you up at, where they can listen to your podcast, when you gonna drop again, right? Cause it's been oh, shit, you know, I just, I, guess I just dropped, you know what I'm saying, uh, Chinese Chicken Flu, shout out to Trump for that name, uh, <laughs> on all streaming platforms. That shit was fire, my nigga said, I was like, I was fucking, you heard my nigga. Racist ass, you said, well, this nigga said it, it's right. what it is. <laughs> well, he had a low grade fever. My nigga said, "Oh no, that nigga got on down." Oh, I was like, "I fuck with Trump, bro. That nigga is funny. Like you don't find it nowhere." But uh, you can find me on all streaming services. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, shit, anywhere that you know Anchor has put it on. Also, I want to shout out my nigga Mike Chuck from the Twenty Twenty Podcast. Um. Damn, I need to shout somebody out. Shout out to my nigga Fred. We'll be putting his legs up when he get his ass ate. Come on, Fred. <laughs> and be putting his leg up. He probably laying on his side. We call it nigga Backshot Freddy. Hold on, wait. I got a comment on that. I got that. You said you let a bitch No, no. You said Fred, stop lying. You a big dude. You, you put your legs up. <laughs> I swear to God, you gotta ask, you gotta ask real about backshot friend. He go, I'm telling you, man, he gonna start crying. No, see, I can't deal with y'all. Y'all just the way. <laughs> okay, who else? Uh, I'm trying to. I can't think how to rub my head, but hey, yo, like I said, my nigga, most definitely Mike Chuck, bro. Like he's one of the guys. The way I was, you know, what I'm saying on your ass, and I was on his ass, but he was on my ass the same way, man. So. I really appreciate it. Mike Chuck 1212 2020 podcast. Okay. Okay. We we'll have to look him up. That's his mm-hmm. Instagram. Oh, no, his Instagram is uh Lord Charles the First. Real big Game of Thrones fans. House Targaryen in this bitch. Man, you know, you gotta shout out the big homie, goddamn it, uh Dave, sleep is for suckers. Oh, I love him. That's love so crazy. Him. Like I said, like I was telling my other homeboy, that's dope as fuck that I met him when he first started. Oh, you met hmm? him? Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's fucking cool, man. When he first, when he was, when he had the kiosk and was doing the sleepers for suckers, like when it first was in the making, like back in 2013 and 12, uh, four, 13 and 14 when I started. Look at you peeping talent. Man, in the I'm telling you, I told him, I was like, it's a sign. That's a sign, man. You got an eye over there. That's what's saying. So like you, but you be bullshit. Man, look, I'm trying to come through, man. Uh, you can, you got it. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do what, I, do what I can, man. That's all you can. Mm-hmm. And I also want to shout out to you, nigga. Big up you and your shit, man. Oh, 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 oh. Hey. Yeah, we just out here, you know, trying to spit real content, real uh controversial topics. With all that. All of that. Kind of make you uncomfortable. I love it. Because, you, know? you know, everybody got to get out their comfort zone. Because mm-hmm. that motherfucker ain't mm-hmm. even comfortable. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, for everybody listening, please tune in to my boy Reggie's podcast. And thank you for listening to mine.
see is pain, but so is the truth. 